Thank you for joining me for Moments to Ponder Colossians. This is episode two. Since we first heard about you, we've kept you always in our prayers that you would receive the perfect knowledge of God's pleasure over your lives, making you reservoirs of every kind of wisdom and spiritual understanding. We pray that you would walk in the ways of true righteousness, pleasing God in every good thing you do. Then you'll become fruit-bearing branches, yielding to His life and maturing in the rich experience of knowing God in His fullness. And we pray that you would be energized with all His explosive power from the realm of His magnificent glory, filling you with great hope. Your hearts can soar with joyful gratitude when you think of how God made you worthy, worthy to receive the glorious inheritance freely given to us by living in the light. He has rescued us completely from the tyrannical rule of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom realm of His beloved Son. For in the Son, all our sins are canceled, and we have the release of redemption through His very blood. Colossians 1, 9-14 Throughout the Gospels, The writers share that Jesus spent time alone in prayer before he called them, before teaching, before miracles. Paul mirrors Jesus' practice as he enters into this letter with prayer. Let's do the same. Take a moment right now, focus in on God, and lift a few words in prayer. Breathe. Verse 9 through 14 contain a two part prayer from Paul, one of request and one of thanks. The one is a response to the other. He begins verse 9 with the words Since we first heard about you, we've kept you in our prayers. Paul's urgency stems from what he knows the church in Colossae is dealing with the ideas of Gnosticism. Without going into too much detail, gnosis means to know, and the Gnostics valued knowledge very highly. They had a special focus on a secret knowledge that you could achieve that was hidden from many. They also taught that all matter was evil, which led to the belief that Jesus could not be fully human and fully God. Thus, Paul begins this letter by praying for wisdom and he's praying for spiritual understanding, that they would live lives that bear good fruit as the church comes under this influence. Being in the know is enticing. We scroll, watch news feeds, listen to opinions, and read a variety of sources. Often, we live unaware of how much this information affects us, yet in little ways, it does leak into our belief system. For the Colossians, this was leaking into their behaviors as they came under the influence of a belief that actions just didn't matter. 
Paul knew that we, as Christ followers, are joined to Jesus, and that although we are not saved by the things we do, the work we do, the lives we live, should reflect the God tree. In Ephesians 2.10, he writes it this way, We have become His poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny He has given each of us, for we are joined to Jesus, the Anointed One. I think we all have the understanding that there's more, more of God to know, more of His love to experience. Yet this fullness, a deeper knowing, is found in two areas that we often would rather not walk in. Maturity, which takes patience, and yielding, which takes endurance. This is why we need the Holy Spirit's power. As we walk with Jesus, His strength is there to help us meet life's challenges, to endure and overcome problems with patience and joy. This strength, this strength in us, brings hope. In verse 12, the words gratitude and worthy stand out to me as Paul moves from praying for the church into gratitude and thanking God. He reminds the Colossians and us of this truth. We are worthy in Him. Ponder that. God made you worthy. God made you worthy to receive the glorious inheritance freely given to us by living in the light. You are worthy in His eyes, loved so much that He wanted you to have His glorious inheritance of eternal life. He qualifies you to receive His inheritance, rescues you from darkness, cancels your sins, and offers redemption. Freedom, worth, belonging. This is grace. It leads to some questions to ponder today. Do I live out of His worthiness? Do the branches of my life bear His fruit? Am I grateful for grace? I wonder how much gratitude fills me. As you ponder these questions for yourself, read Ephesians 2. And now, I pray that you would walk in the way of true righteousness, pleasing God in every good thing you do. I pray that you will seek to be a fruit-bearing branch, yielding to His life and maturing in the rich experience of knowing God in His fullness. And I pray that you would be energized with all His explosive power from the realm of His magnificent glory, and may it fill you with great hope. Amen.